couple of experiences, but they seem to run together. And so I realized in those moments, okay, I see where this is going. I'll get up. And I went to my computer, and I, as the Lord talked to me, I made a set of notes. <clears throat> and so I thought, well, tomorrow's Sunday. I'll more than likely minister somewhere. And uh, Sunday came. Matter of fact, we had guest speakers over in Puyallup. And I thought, boy, I don't know how they're going to take this, but uh, I'm either going to have to speak after they're done. Uh, I, I'm not sure, but I, I'm, I have to weigh this out. And I have to be responsive to God. I know the Lord gave this to me, and I need to, I'm going to minister this, I know. And uh, we'll just have to see how this goes, and I hope they don't mind. <laughs> well, as I waited out near the end of the service, I could tell I wasn't going to speak following what was already done there. And then uh, we had companies stay over, so I was not in the afternoon service. And so... ago, they were in a situation in another country, there was a lot of mud, and uh, they were losing control in a vehicle that they were in, and the way he told the story was, and all at once, an angel was at the right side of the vehicle and caught us from going over the edge of a cliff. Now, I would assume that if even he glanced back, you know, all he saw was but because of his faith, he believed that God had made an intervention and saved them from harm, possibly. Now, there's a lot of talk about harm and hurt and diseases and viruses and a lot of stuff happening in life. And sometimes we uh, take the position, you know, that we got to 
afraid and we got to do all that we can to keep from I'm not so sure a lot of things are so much in our control. Now I'm all for uh, submitting things to God and praying and ask the Lord's hand, protection, pray for my children, pray for my wife,
get to this meeting and say, and I'm driving, driving, and I'm tired, and I'm tired, and I'm tired. Well, the meeting's over past midnight, maybe 1 o'clock in the morning, and now I've got to drive 90 miles back to Yakima. And uh, I'm driving, and I'm getting tired. And Highway 22, you know which one that is? This is before the new freeway, okay? This is down through the lower valley and out across that stretch between Babton and Prosser, which has no lights, barely has a line on the road. Black uh, pavement, sagebrush. Maybe corn, some, sometimes. Anyhow, I am driving, and I am tired. I'm so tired. And there's, it's too far to a, a ramp. Uh, you know, there, well, there is no ramp. There's no freeway yet. Too far for a turn off, and I'm in the middle of nowhere, and I, I've got to pull off the road, and so I pull off to the. It's not a shoulder; it's gravel, and I think I'm gonna just for a little while, just a little while, if I can get some sleep. I turned my headlights off, and so now here I am. But I left my parking lights on, which left my dash lights on which made me think my lights were on. So I'm sitting there, and finally, uh, a truck goes by. It's an auto carrier truck. And so I I, I wake up, and I, uh, okay, I'm okay. And I, I, you know, put it in drive, and I pull out on the Highway 22, and I'm racing up behind this truck, and I'm thinking, and he's going fast, and he's really not, but I think I'm going to pass him. And so I stop. Step on that Hemi motor, no, <laughs> Zephyr. I step on the gas pedal of that Zephyr and get out around that car, that truck. And I'm thinking, come on, come on, come on, horsey, come on. And I'm not getting past this truck. And now I see headlights coming the other way. And I think, oh no, and I'm, I'm stepping on that thing. Now I'm still seeing cars and car carriers. I'm not up to this gas yet. I start to panic. And I'm thinking, why doesn't that car that's coming at me pull off the side of the road? That's when I realized I didn't have my headlights on. He couldn't see me. He had the glare of the truck lights coming at him. And for the life of me, I'm thinking, surely he's going to pull over. And I don't, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. And at the very last minute, I'm still seeing trucks. And I just turned the wheel. Nothing happened. I was expecting noise, crash, dead spill, like this was my last moments on earth. Highway 22, in between Prosser and Mabson. And 
So I don't know how long I waited before I made the statement, but I said to her, I said, you know, I quit drinking the day I got the Holy Ghost. Huh? Well, then I'll drink and you can have lunch. Well, wherever we ended up at having conversation, uh, I began to talk with her about my experience and receiving baptism of the Holy Ghost, and then she started talking to me about her sister, went to a church like the church I go to, and so there was somebody in her life, you know, and uh, it was the strangest thing, and I thought to myself, what are these people thinking? I mean, what are they doing here? What, what are they trying to do? Are they trying to set me up? And so, well, finally, I get dropped off. I go into the airport, and I get to the gate, and it says 15-minute delay. Well, that's no problem. Sit down at the gate, and 15 minutes, they take me. 15-minute delay. And then in 15 minutes, they change it again. 15-minute delay. That is four hours later. Okay, now remember what I said earlier? So what they were going to do was they put us on a different flight and send us to L.A. I'm now getting on a different plane. I'm sitting in a different seat. And I'm going to be sitting next to people that I would not have been near. As soon as I got on the plane and sat down, I had secured my big old black Johnson chain, and I stuck it in the seat in front of me. And the, there's a woman sitting next to me, and she says, shipping magnet, a rich uh, shipping person, and uh, she was flying around the country Christmas shopping. <laughs> now, I don't know how or when it started, but I, I took a napkin and I drew a tic-tac-toe, and I said, let me show you some things. And I took her through the 
And so, there is such a flow from Phoenix to L.A. We landed the plane and I was still talking. She was trying to get her stuff and get out and I, and I couldn't get it stopped. <laughs> there was such a flow, I kid you not. She was walking away from the seat. Amen. or doubt, we should have faith. 
We should have a boldness. Yes. We should have resolve yes. that God knows where I am. Yes. Amen. I went through a season of time when I couldn't find work. And my wife would lay the newspaper in front of me as I was drinking my morning coffee. <laughs> what are you going to do today, honey? <laughs> and I'd say, nothing. I tried that last year. This year, I'm not going to repeat the same thing. I tried to buy my way into a situation, and it didn't work. If he doesn't know where I am now, he don't know where I am. All right. Now, I think there are times when many people have to go through circumstances to bring them to the place of resolve that they know he knows where I am. Yes. He knows my need. He knows the way that I take. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. sitting in jail because of God's purpose and plan, he sent the miraculous. He sent the angel of God to stand by him and lead him right out of there. Yes. The, the chains falling off, the, the doors opening of their own accord. The miraculous. God still, he does the miraculous for us. Yes. Day in and day out. And there's times when it is of his plan to allow things to happen that people will lose their lives. But there are those that it doesn't matter how hard man tries or anything tries to come against or to resist. If it's not according to his plan, you, you don't have to fast seven days to get God to protect you. We fast and pray, aligning ourselves to walk with him. Amen. If God be for us, who can be against us? He's already for us. Yeah. Yes, he is. What has he kept you from?
because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and, and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. What? says in verse 1, he answered and said, today is my complaint bitter. My stroke is heavier than my groaning. Oh, that I knew where I might find him, that I might come to his seat. I'd order my cause before him. I'd fill my mouth with arguments. i got some things I want to say to God if I can just find him right now. Yeah. I know the words. Now, I, this is speaks of Job's relationship. Mm -hmm. He says, I know the words. He wasn't seeming to have a breakthrough not understanding where he was, but he said, I know the words which he would answer me. Yeah. And I understand what he would say to me. How could he know what the Lord would say and understand? Because he had a confidence in God, even when he didn't understand the circumstances he was in. Yeah. I know the words he say. I understand what he would say to me. Will he plead against me with his great power? No. He'll put strength in me. There, the righteous might dispute with him. So should I be delivered forever from my judge. Verse 8. Behold, I go forward. He's not there. Backward, I can't perceive him. On the left, where he works, but I can't behold him. He hides himself on the right hand that I can't see him. Yeah. Verse 10. This is his declaration of trust and confidence in God. In spite of all of that, he knows the way that I take. He knows the way that I take. Someone hear that. He knows the way yes. that you take. Mm -hmm. When he's tried me, I'll come before his goal. Now, some of us in one-on-one -on -one conversations, you've heard me go to a scripture that has become more real to me in these last probably five years of my life. steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. The steps of a good man are ordered. That word ordered is pretty specific, isn't it? It doesn't say the steps of a good man are casually thrown together depending on how God feels. They are ordered of the Lord. Now, we know that in our 
no good thing. The scripture teaches us that as well. But when we have been washed in his blood and filled with his spirit, we are made good by his goodness. And therefore the word applies to our life. The steps of a good man or woman are ordered of the Lord. There's something about having a simple faith. You know what? God is ordering my steps. Now, you and I know when we take matters into our own hands. I mean, I know when I'm like, I did that in my own courts. But we also recognize, you know what? I didn't do anything to make this happen, but here I am. relationship with God was not what it should have been. Uh, I mean, I, I knew how to look and how to act. And so I could plug in in the service. I could feel the presence of God. And, but in my school day or with other friends, I could just be, I would just do and be whatever I wanted to do and be. It was a very hypocritical life, to be honest. I wasn't, um, I wasn't committed to the Lord in my relationship with God. I wanted a relationship with God. Uh, but I was I was justifying my youth. Even though the scripture said that I should remember the creator in the days of my youth. And so I, I left early one morning to go to work on it. It was a Saturday morning. I'll never forget. It was a Saturday morning. I had to be at work at 9 o'clock at Walmart there outside of town in the country, and uh, I jumped in my dad's vehicle, I didn't have my own yet, and uh, I jumped in his truck, it was a 1988, yeah, it was a jump in, I'm heading to work, and uh, it was a stick shift, and I'm going down the road, I'm not even a quarter mile from my house, and the country road, it was paved this part, but adjust the steering on my tunes heading to work, and I just went slightly off the road, no shoulder. Went slightly off the road and I overcorrected pulling back on the road. When I pulled back onto the road, that quick jerk, what happened is those other those back tires stayed in the gravel. But the front tire, it caught. And when it caught, I spun. I wasn't flying, I was probably I was doing less than 50, I'm sure. Pretty fast. <laughs> truck spun. 
exactly what happened. It came around, and when it spun around, then those all four of those tires caught on the asphalt. And when they all four caught on the asphalt, now I'm facing the wrong direction. The truck started to flip. And it started over, and I knew I'm no help. And I rolled that vehicle. And when I rolled, it came up. And when it came down, it came and landed on the cab side of the vehicle that I was sitting driving. And it crushed the cab of the vehicle all the way down to about this far from the seat. There was about that much room between the cab and the seat. And it just, the steering wheel smashed down. And it would have kept going. There was a horse on the other side of this spoke to me in that moment. And the Lord dealt with me and he said, you should have died today. You should have died today. But you didn't. And so what are you going to do? And I said, I'm giving you your life. It was a stark
Just 